What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton. It is Thursday of game week. The Giants are 2-8, and eight, heading down to Washington and the palace that is FedEx Field. Insert sarcasm here. And the Giants are 9.5-point underdogs now. It started at 10 to a team that they last beat. That was their second win. They beat Washington here at MetLife. Remember those days when the Giants actually competed and won a football game? Well, it is now November. It is heading into the week before Thanksgiving. And the New York Giants are, again, in a free fall towards, you know, they're falling upward. They are now, according to Tankathon, Number two in the 2024 NFL draft standings. So Drake May of North Carolina, Caleb Williams of USC. One of you may be coming on down to the Big Apple and suiting up for the New York Giants. On today's show, I caught up with Andrew Thomas at his locker And boy, did anybody expect Andrew Thomas to be back in that game in Dallas. Really one of the highlights of that game is just the example that Andrew Thomas set. By coming back into the game after getting rolled up on. And I asked him about that, why he did what he did, why he came back on the field. You know, and yes, there is a debate whether or not he should come back into that game and risk further injury. And... Put himself in that position. What are you gaining? You're a star left tackle. You're an all-pro. Why would you come back into that game? Well, I asked Andrew that, so you can hear that. Uh, Also, it's always fun. I'm going to have a column on NorthJersey.com on Friday. Reliving the Chase Young Bowl, which should now be renamed the Andrew Thomas Bowl. Washington and the Giants four years ago. What that meant... And I think the timing is also important because the Giants are in what some people want to be tank mode. The idea of lose as many games as possible and give yourself the best chance at getting one of the two quarterbacks in this draft. Not everybody, not all Giants fans, but a lot of them. And in my mind, it's if you have a chance to get a franchise quarterback, you do it and you worry about next year, next year. So... As I talked with Jordan Reed of ESPN last week, that's the priority right now for the Giants. You make the best move you can for your franchise after the season. We'll see where they're at. You're not going to overcompromise and hurt yourselves uh, on the field and hurt those chances, but you're not going to tank either. And there's a fine line between them, and teams walk it all the time in the NFL. And until they change it and make it a lottery system, You're going to deal with that, and I think that's an interesting uh, overarching storyline going into this weekend and really for the remainder of the season for the Giants is that 
You want to win games to be able to maintain your program, maintain your success, but also you want to have the best chance at getting the premier player that's going to change your franchise. And that Chase Young Bowl, any Giants fan in that situation was not happy to be fourth rather than second. Daniel Jones throws five touchdown passes, including the one in overtime to Caden Smith. The Giants win that game. And afterwards it was, well, the Giants won the game, but Washington won the draft pick. And they ended up with Chase Young. Two weeks ago, Washington traded Chase Young to San Francisco. And Andrew Thomas is signed through 2029 with the New York Giants. Regardless of what Thomas's injuries were this year, with the hamstring, and then obviously now he has that the knee sprain that he's playing through, Andrew Thomas is a cornerstone for the New York Giants, and Chase Young is in San Francisco. Just something to keep in mind going into this weekend. I know it's different with a quarterback, but I hope you're going to enjoy the interview with Andrew and then obviously my column off of that coming Friday morning on NorthJersey.com. So without further ado, here's Andrew Thomas. I know, uh, you know, Sunday when we were up top seeing the view and seeing you go off, I don't know if there was anybody who saw that and thought you'd be coming back in. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked Kafka what that says about you as a player, and Mm -hmm. he threw... You know, praise at you and said just your toughness. Yeah. Um, when you're going off, are you ever thinking I'm coming back into this game? Well, um, when it first happened, anytime you get rolled up, it's just like a, a vulnerable position, so you're just kind of scared. Um, you don't know exactly what's happening. Um, but once we went to the tent and they, you know, checked to make sure like the ligaments were fine, and um, I didn't have any like even before I went inside to do the X-ray, I told Ronnie I'll be fine to go, but he just wanted to make sure. Um, I got my X-ray, but you can you can feel pretty quickly like if you can go or not. Um, and it was sore, but you just put the brace on, and obviously the adrenaline from the game and stuff like that. So um, just you know fighting to get back in. Nobody ever questions you, I and mean, especially after week one, you mm-hmm. know, after you played through what you played through. Yeah. Is there ever, ever any part of you, or is that just the way you're made? That you know what, if you can go, you're going. That's always been um, my mindset when it came to football. Like I. Uh, my old coaches and my, my parents always tell me, even like back to little league, like I would be hurt and I would still I'll stay in the game and like hobbling, like whatever it is. If I can go, I'm gonna try to go. I don't want to put the team at a disadvantage, but if I can do my job, um, even if I'm not 100, percent I'm gonna go. I asked Pugh last week about being on the line with you for the yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. He said that you remind him you weren't any like any other left tackle that he's played with because. Yeah. You treat the game like a center. You're making calls. You're telling everybody. Is that kind of been your evolution to the point now where, you know, you really are the leader of this line, whether it's off the field, but especially on the field to be able to kind of bring everybody along? Honestly, my my mindset has always been to see the the whole picture. Um, I I started that back in college with um, Sam Pittman. He did a good job, you know, teaching us the whole picture, not just understanding what your job is, but understanding the scheme because when you play with your eyes, it it gives you a better chance at, you know, predicting, you know, what guys might do and put yourself in a better position. But I think from a vocal standpoint, doing more communicating and just, you know, 
whatever my thoughts are about certain players or different looks, like how I see it, um, just communicating it, um, I think that, that helps to hold on. You made the point a couple weeks ago, and we, we kind of ran with that, the idea that, you know, in a lost season, or mm-hmm. people would perceive as a lost season, right. you as a rookie grew the most, probably, mm-hmm. and yeah. made the difference mm-hmm. in your development. When, do you think back to that the, and how you were able to grow despite everything else that was going on around you? I don't really think about it much, but I think I have the, the same approach that I had you know, then that I had last year. We made the playoffs um, and, you know, that I have. Obviously, I've been hurt a lot this season, but still the same approach. Like every opportunity I have, it's an opportunity to get better. Um, you got film out there where you're studying an opponent, getting ready for them. So um, it's an opportunity to, to work your, your craft and see, you know, how it performs on Sunday. You know, it's kind of funny. I know you weren't involved in it, but, you know, four years ago they had the, the game down in, in Washington that mm-hmm. became the whole, you know, Chase Young Bowl yeah. and whoever won would yeah. get to move up. Mm-hmm. You know, you end up here. Yeah. Um, four years later, I mean, you guys were supposed to be the battle twice a year. Now yeah. he's out in San Francisco. Is it weird for you to, to look at that scenario and the idea of how that played? And, you know, were you aware of everything that was being talked about back when you were a rookie and, you know, you guys matching up? Yeah, honestly, I didn't know till after the fact because, I, I mean, I didn't watch much, you know, NFL football like that. I didn't know, you know, with all the picks and all that stuff like that, I was just focused on, you know, putting the best film at Georgia. Um, but after the fact, I, you know, I heard about that stuff and really didn't pay too much attention to it. If anything, like, like I, I would have liked to have, you know, more match- matchups with Chase Young because he was a great player. Um, we always talk because, you know, he I've struggled with some injuries. He had injuries. So we all after the game, we always talk, you know, just seeing how we're doing. And we, we want both both of us to succeed. And, you know, when you play against good players like that, that, that brings your level of competition. So, you know, wishing him the best where he's at. And, you know, obviously unfortunate situations they where he had to, you know, move on and to another team. But he's going to be a, good, a really good player. Um, in terms of, you know, down the street, stretch for you personally do you view these you know these games I mean obviously the the record is what it is but what what does Andrew Thomas have to prove for the remainder of the season uh well I think the the first thing and you know some of the stuff is unavoidable unavoidable when it comes to the injuries but I just want to you know be on the field like he worked so hard in the offseason um you only get a few opportunities and I missed you know over half of them so it's like I just want to be on the field, be able to, you know, play because I, I worked hard to be here. Um, you know, I think the average career is like with three years in the league. So right. every time, you know, you get an opportunity, you want to be out there and, and play with your teammates. And then two, um, just just trying to build a winning culture. Um, obviously, things are not where we wanted to be right now, but um, we can just continue to build the culture that we want just by doing things the right way, um, preparing the right way, and getting everybody on the same page. Because I mean, you see who your the true leaders are and, and the people that really you know, want football and love football when you're in times of adversity because it's easy for everybody to buy in when when you're losing. But when it's not going that, I mean, when you're winning, but when you're losing, um, you see who really, you know, loves the game. You know, it's kind of funny because I was thinking about this, all the talk now about draft picks for next year and where you guys finish and that kind of thing. And it's brought me back to you, the idea of, you know, just because you think you should be in a certain spot and you might get a better player, here you are, you know, in the spot that nobody wants wanted at that point and I think it turned out pretty good Um, with with going to this weekend knowing that Tommy is back under center Mm -hmm. what's that been like for you you know you've played with veterans who've been here you played with Tyrod who's been in this league a long time what's it like with Tommy give me a sense in that 
in that huddle and how much do you guys try to lift him up a little bit knowing that he's facing you know you know what it's like to be a rookie in the league yeah. a first round rookie I think he's done a, a great job handling it. Um, obviously, you know, before he was just, you know, doing like the practice reps and stuff like that, not getting, that's tough, you know what I'm saying? Not getting really any, you know, good on good reps and then being thrown into the fire. But I think he's done a great job um, with the QB coach and the, the other quarterbacks that are injured, you know, and the ones that are here just helping him out with the system. He's picking it up. And I think um, what allows him to play is just his confidence. You can tell he has a swagger about it. Um, he's a rookie, but he, that's not how he approaches the situation. Um, he's trying to, you know, trying to score, trying to win. So we're going to do our best to, you know, protect, keep him upright and let him let him do his thing. Thanks. Yeah. We appreciate it. So my thanks to Andrew Thomas for joining me in the locker room on Thursday after practice. You know, he's working through it, and there's a very good chance that the Giants have the same offensive line in back-to-back weeks for the first time, uh, I think, for this season, which is hard to believe. But you know what? When you're 2-8, and eight, it's probably not hard to believe. So heading into this weekend, we'll have a pregame game day preview, and then we'll have a postgame pod on Sunday from FedEx. Um, again, it's kind of moving the goalposts here, trying to figure out what appeals to you guys. I think we're, we're going to still do a lot of stuff on the draft and looking ahead. Uh, but also, there's still games to be played, so it's important for uh, for things to be able to deal with, um, you know, the future of Brian Dable and Joe Shane and where this program is headed. Uh, I know there's a lot of reports out there. Um, I just will remind you that there are always reports and things always change. Uh, my take is that. Joe Shane and Brian Dable deserve to be back for at least another year. This is something that they're building here. This continuity, um, the timeline is reset a little bit. Uh, and if they end up with a new quarterback, that would certainly matter uh, in terms of where that timeline is. These are the guys you want in place offensively to be able to work with a young quarterback. Um, Tommy DeVito is not the face of tanking, so please stop with that. I think it's very unfair to DeVito, who's an undrafted rookie, who has really come a long way since the spring and earned a shot here to show that he can play in this league as a backup uh, and as somebody who can be serviceable in the right system. Not a starter in this league, uh, but at this point, you know, look, as bad as the Giants have been at the position this year, Tommy DeVito is tied for the team lead in touchdown passes and tied with Daniel Jones with one touchdown run. Think about that. So at this point, let's see where DeVito goes. Do I expect Tyrod Taylor to be back at quarterback at some point this year? Yes. After the bye, I think Tyrod will take over. I think Tommy DeVito will be back as the backup, as it should be for the remainder of the season. Uh, and then you see where that goes for the rest of the year. But that's where we're at. Washington and the Giants on Sunday. Certainly not a marquee game of the weekend. Uh, but as always, we are all in. We appreciate you being all in, too. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Andrew Thomas, and we'll catch up with you over the weekend.